Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast, part of the Triple Play Fantasy Family Network. I am Zach Etta FF Chalupa Batman, joined tonight by the one and only hashtag celebrity <laughs> Joe Pepe. Oh <laughs> JPEP20. Hey, I gotta bring some energy, have some fun. It's just the two of us. Tonight. How's yeah, it going, Joe? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. How about you, man? I'm I'm shocked. We have the best division in football and everybody got busy tonight. Know, yeah, no pun intended with the shock as I'm wearing my my fresh chargers powder blue. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we are a little light tonight with the, with the crew, uh, just the two of us, but we're going to keep it going, have some fun. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. Um, we are still talking divisions. We're still talking dynasty buy or sell. Um, as Joe said, we are talking the best, I think, uh, from an excitement standpoint uh, of players to talk about in the AFC West division. If you have missed the first, let's see, technically it was six episodes of Divisions, plus we did a Scott Fishbowl special. Um, Go ahead and check us out on the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel or the podcast. We're on both. Uh, Subscribe so you don't miss any of those. Um, But go back and watch those. They're all 20, 25-minute episodes. We try to keep them pretty short. Some of them we get a little 30. You know, we like to talk a lot. But uh, <laughs> I talk too much. I talk too much. <laughs> it's all good. We're just trying to provide great analysis. So really what we're trying to do is just give you some quick, here's some guys to think about in each division as you get ready into your dynasty leagues of maybe making some trades out there, or you might even have some startups this summer. So without further ado, Joe, let's, let's kick it off with a, a buy. So who in the AFC West division are you buying? So, I mean, you're basically in uniform for it right now, but I am buying Mike Williams. Uh, I like to play my dynasty in one to three-year windows, and his new contract fits in perfectly. I think it was three years, $40 million for him, and if I believe that made him the fourth highest paid NFL wide receiver, but we had so much movement around, don't quote me on that part. My, my thing with Mike Williams is that He's with Keenan Allen. He's with Austin Eckler. And at first, that sounds terrible because there's just so much, like, talent to give the ball to other people. Except they're older. And they're about to come to the end of their cliff and fall off. And this is where you should go and grab Mike Williams because right now, he's still not getting priced out like that wide receiver one alpha male of the Chargers. And if I could get a guy who is tied up to Justin Herbert for the long term right now on an offense that's going to half the score because of the Chiefs, the Raiders, and uh, the Broncos. I couldn't think about them for a second. In that division, I want that guy because right now I could pay a cheaper price for him than I probably will have to pay next year when Keenan Allen's even older, when Austin Eckler is even older, and they fall off a cliff, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, wow, Mike Williams is the buy. Get ahead of schedule. Get Mike Williams now. Well, speaking of prices, um, normally when we talk about super flex leagues, which for those of you who don't know, super flex is when you can play a extra quarterback at your flex position, so up to two quarterbacks, um, compared to a one quarterback league, normally the ADP is pretty close at the position. It's just the picks vary because of quarterbacks either getting drafted early or not getting drafted. So the ADP is significantly different um, from DLF from Superflex to 1QB. So in a Superflex league, the current ADP for Mike Williams is wide receiver 33, which is pick 94. For a 1QB league, wide receiver 24, pick 53. I don't remember us talking about a player that had a nine-position nine difference in 
from wide receiver 33 to wide receiver 24, just going yeah, from that, super flex to one QB. That's a little wild. And I was talking about this on five yard rush because it's kind of the same thing with redrafts and dynasties, kind of like a complete different cliff of numbers there. And I, I just think it's wild. I, he's one of them players that I think if you threw his name out on Twitter, could ignite Twitter for a day or two because who loves them, who hates them, and they have no in between, it seems like. Yeah, and I did an article last year on Mike Williams and um, talked about him again this year. Uh, whether people want to admit it or not, he's a top-end wide receiver. Like He's back-end oh, yeah. wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two. Um, I get there's that injury stigma with him, uh, but he, like you said, he's part of a high-powered offense. Uh, I don't care whether you're in a startup or if you're trying to acquire, if you're contending, not contending. Like He seems very cheap. A wide receiver twenty four or a wide receiver thirty three coming off the board. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and like like you know, production. I like to I like to go for those wide receiver ones on like we've played in enough leagues together, so you know I try to load my team up with the wide receiver one as much as I physically can, and he's cheaper for that right now because Keenan Allen's still there, and people are just saying, well, he's the safe bet. What happens if Keenan Allen loses a step? Then it's going to have to go through Mike Williams first. And what happens if Austin Eckler also loses a step? Then it's definitely going through Mike Williams. So right now, it's just a great time to catch him at a cheaper price because six months from now, you probably won't be able to get him at the same trade. Yeah, Because, I mean, we don't want to predict injury. We don't want to wish injury upon any yeah. player. Um, he has dealt with injuries in his career. So if he gets injured again this year, um, obviously his value probably will suffer or will stay about the same. Um, but like I said, if he has another healthy year, and puts up respectable numbers like he has been. Like you said, his value is only going to go up. So speaking of value, wanted to throw some trades at you that, I mean, the disrespect on Mike Williams is crazy. So this is, I want to stress a tight end premium league for this trade. Mike Williams for Dallas Goddard and Dan Arnold. Yeah, I'm going Mike Williams. I like Dallas Goddard, but I'm going Mike Williams. Dan Arnold, right. I don't even know. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> hey, he's the mailman. Uh, so <laughs> this is another tight end premium league. Mike Williams for the 2022 2.05 rookie pick and Tyler Higby. Uh, Higby's up there too in age. He's almost 30. I don't care about that. Give me Mike Williams. Exactly. So now these are just not tight end premium. These are just back to regular super flex leagues. Mike Williams for a 2024 first round rookie pick and a 2024 third round rookie pick. 2024 is far away, man. Nobody's going to know what's going on there. Give me what I know I can do right now. Give me Mike Williams. Yeah. The only thing I would do with that is if like, I know that I am rebuilding completely for the next year plus, maybe next 18 months, oh, like, definitely. between next year, like this year, going into next year, all that fun stuff. And I'm just trying to accumulate picks. I would make that trade um, just because oh, yeah. you're getting a, a first round pick. But yeah, if you even have a chance of being even an average team, uh, give me Mike Williams. For sure. And then Mike Williams for Jamal Williams, who, for those of you who don't know, is the backup running back on the Lions. Jarvis Landry, who's the wide receiver three-ish now on the Saints. And James Washington, who's also the wide receiver three-four on the Dallas who Cowboys. Did this? Who did this trade? Who was the person that did this trade? Because I, I honestly, we don't promote violence here, but I think I got to smack somebody <laughs> for thinking that that was a good trade. I don't, I don't care whether you're a contender or if you're rebuilding. Yeah, I mean, you get Mike Williams. <laughs> even if you're rebuilding, you just unloaded three roster, roster cloggers for one player. Yeah. And, and, and Mike Williams is still a better value. You can still then now flip him. It's like you're flipping houses here. 
Yeah, um, that's wild. I, those are three names that probably couldn't earn a second round pick together. So that that's wild to me. Yeah, I, that's why I included that one because I was like, oh, this the res- the disrespect isn't is high. I, I never play in those leagues, and I need like an option on websites to go play in leagues with people like that. <laughs> For all I know, they are like a Lions or Cowboys yeah. or Saints fan. I don't know. Uh, or maybe they just really don't like Mike Williams. But yeah, that was great. They they like like you know three years ago. They they got that little <laughs> draft sheet there. That's what they're going for. Yeah, they picked up the wronger magazine. Uh, yeah. So for your sell, you have Juju Smith Schuster, and we just talked about how ADP uh, varied dramatically for Mike Williams. Well, you picked another player where it happened again. So in Superflex, he's a wide receiver twenty nine. So let me remind you, Mike Williams was the wide receiver 33. So he's going ahead of Mike Williams, pick 87. In one QB, wide receiver 38, pick 73. And Mike Williams was the wide receiver 24. So dramatic swings both ways. So why are you selling Juju Smith-Schuster, who now plays for the Kansas City Chiefs? I am selling Juju Smith-Schuster because the NFL has basically sold Juju Smith-Schuster. He's had two years in a row where he's had a chance to go get that major contract, go do something. It's just been one year, one year. I And here's the thing. Everyone's going to say, well, he's on Kansas City Chiefs. He's with Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be amazing. That's the time that you could sell him for now because everybody has that narrative. And I don't know about you, but the Chiefs are the team that I look at who are considered a contender that have the most question marks I have ever seen. What if Kelsey slows down? What are they doing at wide receiver? Who is their running back? This team could possibly take a step back too. So I don't want to wait too long with Juju Smith-Schuster. I actually ended up trading him in a league, uh, Superflex League, for 205 in two days before he signed. And I jumped right on that deal because the NFL has dictated that they're not high on Juju and they do that for a living. We sit here in our chairs and talk about it for fun. They do it for a living. I'm going to trust them. No, fair enough. And fortunately, he's young enough. So maybe that's what's skewing this ADP because we haven't seen it from him in several years. Um, He needed Antonio Brown. Ever since Antonio Brown, he's just not the same guy. And now maybe this is a a one-year prove-it deal to help build up some value for next year. So you can spin that tail as you're trying to sell him of, hey, like he could be the wide receiver one on the Chiefs offense, like how productive Tyreek Hill was. Exactly. You just, you got to run that narrative right now. Yeah. Yeah, You got to run that narrative. Like, oh, I don't like McCold Hardman. I don't think Sky Moore matter. Like you just got to go down that narrative that it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is a couple years ago and try to catch somebody on that. Yeah. Because, hey, they could re-sign him and he's now tied to... Patrick Mahomes, or he goes to an even better situation and he gets paid yeah. more money. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about all about spinning that narrative. So here's some recent trades. Um, and I'm not going to lie, they are all over the place, uh, much like our last one. So <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster for Allen Robinson, straight up. Uh, that's, I'll, I'll take Allen Robinson, but that's because I'm a Matt Stafford like lover. So I'm going to take Allen Robinson. Yeah, you do get younger with Juju, but uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how I, I trust the I trust the Rams right. I trust the Rams right now. I seen what Odell Beckham could do in that little spurt. I think Allen Robinson just took the year off last year. To be honest, we'll see. Uh, Juju Smith Smith Schuster for DeAndre Hopkins and Wandale Robinson. See, I'm I'm getting higher on Wandale, but D Hop 
I mean, if I can get, if I'm high on Wandale and I like D Hop enough to be my wide receiver too on a team, give me that. He's tied to Kyler Murray. That's an MVP candidate. I'll take it. Fair enough. Juju for a 2022 204 rookie pick and a 2023 fourth round rookie pick. I mean, the fourth round means nothing. So it's really just the second round pick to me. And I just said I sold him for 205 for this year. So I'm, I'll take that. I thought you would. And now speaking of the 204, we got another one. So we got Juju for Kenny Galladay and the 2022 204 and 404 rookie picks. Oh, man. Kenny Galladay has just fallen off a cliff, but he could be the wide receiver one. That's a tough one. That's a tougher one. But uh, I'm just going to sell Juju. I'm not feeling Juju that much. And I think I could get more than what that trade gave. But I'll take that trade. All right. So that's the last of the players that we were just going to kind of go more in depth of highlighting uh, buying or selling. But like I said, this is a very fun division with uh, fantasy players. And normally we do the rapid fire buy or sell game, which you love. (laughs) So (laughs) we're going to mix it up a little bit since it's just the two of us. And I'm just kind of going to go through the list, starting with the highest drafted players and just working our way down, uh, picking out. Uh, the AFC West players, just to kind of briefly, how do we feel about them at their their current ADP? So yeah. the first one is who I'm wearing, his jersey, Justin Herbert. He's currently the QB2 coming off the board as the second pick. We're talking super flex. He's 20, just over 24 years old. Are we, are we buying Herbert as a QB2? Yeah, I mean, you get... 10-something years. Right now, you have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I know they said they're getting older, but they're still one to two years of that at the very least. They're doing a very good job of putting things around him, and they go for it on fourth down all the time, so it's a nice little added bonus. Yep, and then we're going to keep it going to the QBs. We got right right after him, um, so they're literally the same ADP at 2.25, so uh, he's the QB3, Patrick Mahomes. He is a year and a half older than Herbert. Yeah, I mean, I'm take Patrick Mahomes is stupid talented. Andy Reid can call plays with the best of them. I trust that they're going to put people around him. All right, let's see the next one. Can I get all right? Javante Williams, running back five, coming off the board as the 27th pick. He's just over 22 years old. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm taking him. This year is going to be a little rough. Like, if it was just a redraft, I'd probably skip over him for somebody else. But uh, you got to take him in Dynasty. You got four or five years of a very good back. Does running back five scare you? Um, Scares you... me because you know the way I like to build is I'll draft a ton of wide receivers and tight ends, and then I'll use my draft capital on running backs to solidify my contender. So I don't know if I'm going to get him personally, but if he falls to me in the right situation, I'm taking it. All right. And now we're kind of going on the other way on the age spectrum. So Devontae Adams changed teams. He's now with the Raiders, if you have not been following any of the news this offseason. Surprise. He's now (laughs) playing with Derek Carr. Uh, Happy to break that news for you. Um, So he's a wide receiver six, pick 32. He's going to be turning 30 during the season. How do you feel about Devontae Adams going as wide receiver six? That's a scary one. That's a scary one in Dynasty. Uh, I think you don't pay him what you paid him for him to not be good for at least the two years. And like I said, one to three year window is how I play. So I'll buy. All right. And now here's one of my favorite players in fantasy. Um, but I understand in Dynasty, you're going to have to take the emotion out of it. Austin Eckler running back eight. 
uh, coming off the board at pick 33. He just turned 27. Oh, man. Fantasy, uh, Twitter fantasy is going to hate me, but I am going to sell him. 27-year-old back. He's getting up there in age. He's smaller. He's had injuries before, especially this year. There's no way he's scoring touchdowns at the same clip he did last year. And if I'm buying Mike Williams, I got to sell his teammates a little bit. So I'm out on Austin Eckler. I'm not going to pay that much that early for an older back. All right. And then I realized I completely skipped a quarterback. No, no shade intended for Russell Wilson. Now with Denver, again, breaking news here. Uh, he's <laughs> quarterback eight coming off the board at pick 14. He's going to be turning 34 at the end of the season. Um, how are we feeling about about the chef hopefully cooking <laughs> more in this new kitchen with a new team? I, uh, I struggle figuring out this Broncos team entirely. And Russell Wilson has too much of that Jekyll and Hyde ability to be good for eight and bad for eight games. We've seen it a few years in a row. I'll just sell. Give me somebody younger. Give me somebody later on. Somebody that's more solid. And then I'll be happy. Cool. And then here's the last quarterback in that division. Uh, not saying he's the least. It's just the last one. <laughs> Derek Carr, QB 18, coming off the board at pick 35. And he just turned 31 a couple months ago. For me, I would take Derek Carr over the uh, Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos situation because I think they're going to be behind more. They're going to throw a little more in the next couple of years. Like, I think the Broncos have a more solid defense. So give me Derek Carr. I'm, I'm all for that because then that means I can wait a little bit longer for quarterback anyway. Yeah, I mean, he does have great value as QB 18. Um, yeah. He's not old at all at 31. And I would have been a little nervous until he signed that contract, the extension yeah. this year. So I feel like he's in a pretty stable um, environment now. So, yeah, I, I like that value. Um, yeah, and he has weapons. I mean, he has Renfro, Waller, Jacobs for a year, Devontae Adams. Like, he's got weapons. Absolutely. All right, let's see. Just got a few more fun ones to talk about. Travis Kelsey is an interesting one uh-huh. because we said he's going to turn 33 th- during this year. He's coming off the board as the tight end three. Pick 46. How do we feel about Travis Kelsey? That's a tough one. I usually just stream my tight ends. I think you know how much I just don't care about the position if it's not tight end premium. But he's the wide receiver one in Kansas City tied to Patrick Mahomes this year. So I'll take that shot for the one year of having the wide receiver one. I know he's a tight end for everybody who's listening. Please don't jump in my DMs. Just understand the concept that he is the main target. Absolutely. Uh, here's another tricky one due to injury. Cam Akers coming off the board as the running back 16, 56th pick. He just turned 23. Oh, we just switching up divisions here. You threw, you threw me for a loop there. Oh, Cam sorry. Akers. You're right. My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm all. I'm looking at LA Rams and LA Chargers. Whoops. We already talked about Cam Akers. All right, cool. Go back and watch that episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna hit me with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton because I, no, no. I, I still gotta off. I still gotta keep scrolling down for them, but we can talk about that now. Let me find yeah, them. They're they're a tough one. They're all right. So from, Cortland Sutton is going first as wide receiver twenty four, pick seventy eight, and he will be twenty seven during the season. I I think because I know we're going to go Jerry Judy next. I think I'm just going to go for the younger guy because they're like 1A, 1B, and if they're that close, give me the younger person. 
All right. So Jerry Judy is wide receiver 28 going at pick 84. So we're talking six, seven picks later. And he just turned 23. Yeah, I'll take the younger person. And if I don't get either of them, because I know we're not going to go this far down the board, I will always take the shot at KJ Hamler and hope that he is like the Walmart version of Tyler Lockett for Russell Wilson. No, I get that. I guess my concern, a lot of people have been talking up KJ Hamler. I'm more concerned about his him coming off his injury because I think he had an ACL as well, just like Cortland yeah. Sutton had a couple of years ago. And um, KJ Hamler's game is built on speed. So if he's yeah. lost any of that speed um, at his stature and his abilities, I'd, I'd definitely be concerned. But at his price, like you said, is so cheap. Um, yeah, so going it's, it's worth those, it at that price. Yeah, going in between those is Josh Jacobs, um, who he did not get a fifth-year option on his contract. So he, as of right now, will be a free agent after the season. He's running back 25, pick 82, and he's only 24. Uh, he turned 24 four months ago, so he's not not too old. Yeah, and I, th- I think I, I fought with all Twitter with this. I feel like we'll disagree here. But I like Josh Jacobs. Again, won the three-year window. And in this year, if the Raiders are smart as an organization, they will run him into the ground and they will use him up like the Marco Murray way back in the past because now they have three options that make the box a little light for the running back. And then they'll discard him. And then Jacobs will get a contract with somebody else and be a bell cow somewhere else too, I think, because he has talent. I just don't think he's ever been put in the right situation. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs to get this year and then at least next year. Yep. And I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying it could happen. He does have the ability and they do have the offense that he could lead the league in running back touchdowns this year. Oh, yeah. So you listen, anybody listening to this is about to be in your DMs in like two seconds for saying that. From They're going to mishear you. And be like, you said this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying he will, but I'm saying that he <laughs> is capable of doing that, which you cannot say that Believe every it. running back in the NFL is capable of that. Yeah, no, he's got the talent for it, and he's got a team that can push the ball now with those weapons. And like I just said, you have those three weapons, you can't put a bunch of people in the box. So if the team's smart, they will utilize the run game. And I just don't believe in Kenyon Drake. I don't believe in uh, Zamir White, the rookie. I don't believe in, in anybody else there. Nobody else there scares me. Yeah. No, I, I, he's good for this year. And who knows where he's going to be next year. But he's so young. Um, please, g- give me all the Josh yeah. Jacobs to that price. Exactly. So this is going to be the, the last one we talk about. I skipped a few guys. Um, but I wanted to highlight um, this wide receiver because – He's interesting, to, in my opinion. Hunter Renfro, still talking about the Raiders. So he's 26 and a half right now. So he's the wide receiver, 46, pick 121. So he's going pretty late. But he's 26 and a half. He just got a contract. He's on the smaller side, but he's been great. But now he got Devontae Adams there. How are you feeling about Hunter Renfro? Man, this one's tough because I think he's one of the best route runners I've seen in a very long time. I mean, we've all seen that one clip in the end zone, you know, last year. I'm not even going to bring it up. But the problem is that last year he got to blow up a little bit because the Raiders had a little controversy around Henry Ruggs. And then Darren Waller got hurt. And then he had to shine. There was nobody else there. It was him and Zay Jones. Like, now he has Devontae Adams. Darren Waller comes back for at least, let's say, this year. And if he's healthy, that moves Hunter Renfro to the third option. And if they do use Josh Jacobs like I think they should, that moves him to the fourth option in my head. So I'm just – I'm out. I'm going to ride the name now and get the trade if I can. 
That's fair. I do. I this year is going to be the interesting one. Like I almost want to like whether I have them or don't have them, give it a like a month or even six weeks to eight weeks to see how he's playing with Devontae Adams because he was a legit red zone threat for the Raiders because of his shiftiness around the goal line with his his fake in, go out, fake out, go in, all of his route running, as you talked about. He had a lot of end zone targets last year, but I don't know if he'll still have that with Devontae Adams or maybe Devontae Adams is now even a better um, distraction and he's going to be even more open and get better matchups and he's still going to get plenty of touchdowns. So yeah. if you want to gamble, uh, depending on what price you can get for him, go for it. But he also like I I don't think I'm selling him right now. I'll put it that way. If I have him on my team, I think he's a hold for me unless I'm getting yeah. a a crazy a crazy deal. I would say though that if a clip comes out in like a preseason game or training camp of him doing one of them crazy routes, sell him that day because you know he's not going to get like just go catch people while they're tripping over things like. Like like you said, he's very good in the red zone, but there is Waller, there is Adams now. So it's a scary risk, but if you get one of those clips in a preseason game where he just puts somebody on skates like Christy Yamaguchi, then go right ahead and sell that man. I never thought we'd get a Christy Yamaguchi reference. <laughs> uh, I, I've been listening to Lloyd Banks all day. It's just like all those lines are kicking in my head. I mean, it is 2022, but I appreciate the reference. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely have to finish off with that reference. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah. So thanks for coming on, Joe. We will be talking the AFC North, our final division, next week. Hopefully we get the whole crew back. If, if not, yep. we'll, we'll still hold it down. We'll have fun. And then really soon we're going to be switching over to the redraft uh, analysis and all that fun content. And getting you ready for when we actually go in season, this show will be strictly waiver wire. That is why we are the tripwire. We're just having some fun with you right now in the yeah. off season. So make sure, like I said at the top, you go ahead, like the video, subscribe, download all that great stuff, leave a comment, leave a review. All of that is a great way to support the team. Also, Triple Play is putting out a ton of content. It's not just us on the tripwire. We have a whole massive team that does more football content, all sorts of different stuff. We got baseball, we got basketball, we have food, we have movies, we got it all covered. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe to everything so you don't miss any of that wonderful content coming out the rest of this offseason. So with that, Joe, have a great one. Everyone out there, stay safe, have fun, and enjoy some football. See you later.